This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We bring you a conversation on World Nurses Day. Today, the International Nurses Day observed on May 12th every year. It is a difficult moment for many nurses around the world to tell the truth, uh, given that they've been on the front line uh, handling this pandemic, COVID-19. And uh, we've seen a lot of cases where frontline workers themselves have lost lives. People have been infected with the virus and affected in many ways, losing colleagues and so on. And I have uh, two guests that I'm going to be talking to. I'm first going to talk to uh, Zandile Nzodo, nurse at MediClinic in Cape Town. I also have Violet Ramalapa, a matron at Tembisa Hospital and also acting nursing manager there. Zandile, good morning. Welcome to Power Talk. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Is it even the right thing to say Happy World Nurses Day? How how are you feeling about this day in the midst of handling this global pandemic, COVID-19? Um, honestly, as the nurse of today, it is not quite a happy feeling to be a nurse. Though, as it was a calling of passion, you still honor, you still respect, and you hold the nursing profession close to your heart. So you're not going to take away this day from us (laughs) because we are a bit disregarded, overlooked, undermined. It is our day. We have our pain and we have our pleasures. So, yeah. I mean, talking about being... Talking about mm-hmm. being disregarded and undermined, what what is it that you think uh, makes you feel that way? What 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 are the experiences that you've gone through that even though we say World Nurses Day, you probably are thinking, well, we're not feeling appreciated enough. Do you know, um, the learn of work of a nurse is dealing directly with patients or other human beings on a daily basis, and I mean, it's quite a group of elements that contribute to the factor that would make you feel so um, disponent or uh, disconnected from the profession that we had pledged to be part of. So we are looking at simple gestures of where we could have gotten a thank you, we get complaints, where our ears would bleed with insults and dissatisfaction and unhappiness from our own people within the community that we serve. You know, when we turn around and look at our regulatory bodies that are not there for us, that don't stand up for us as nurses, that don't uphold the nursing name, and we look at the department and how it just blindly ignores the frontliners that carried the nation through the COVID um, surge. I mean, Zandile, we know that a lot of changes were visited upon all working spaces because of COVID-19. In your day-to-day work, how have you been affected? And anyway, and I know that not all nurses work in the same area, uh, you know, of, of, of clinical care. Uh, which area do you work in the most? Um, so I am what you call a bedside nurse. 
Uh, bedside nurse is a nurse that provides a health care at hospital level or serving a patient that is in a bed or would be in a bed. So I work in a hospital. I work in a surgical unit. Um, it's a multidisciplinary, so it's split from neurosurgery, urology, mm. ears, nose and throat, orthopedics. And that's my day-to-day line of work when I'm on duty. Um, during COVID surge, we had to accommodate the COVID patients, so we literally changed our unit into a medical unit full on mm. um, to accommodate the numbers of COVID patients. So the times have changed. Things are different for us on our side because we were able, we managed to go back to being surgical and being COVID-free in our unit. We do not have much numbers at the present moment to say that we need to accommodate any medical patients. So um, we're not facing COVID eyes on right now, but we're still going through the trauma of what we had experienced. You know, it it shifted us emotionally, mentally, holistically. It really put us off and out of our scope as well. So it is quite um, a change in the environment. But on a day-to-day, you know, for someone like me, I always say a new day, you take up with new attitude and new emotions. Not that you're hiding away what happened yesterday, but you're looking on the more optimistic side of, Maybe today's a day the narrative for na- for nurses could change. So it's trying times for us nurses, I could say. No doubt. Let me bring in uh, Violet, Violet Ramalapa. Good morning. Welcome to Power Talk. Morning and morning to the listeners. Thank you for making the time. I know it's a it's a it's a it's a busy moment. It can never uh, be not busy at a hospital. No doubt at Tembisa Hospital. But how do you yes. feel today on this World Nurses Day? You know the the, the feeling. It, it's not the same as how we felt before. Mm. Because as you can see, even the roles of nurses have, have changed. You know, we used to have to know our roles. We used to know what will happen on a certain day. Yes. But since COVID, everything has changed. You don't. You come to work and you don't know where will where will you go, because units are changing, roles are changing. At some stage, you need to change a role to go and screen patients. So, but but as as we feel. We, we are not appreciated enough like we used to be appreciated. Like my colleague has said, because of the issue of, of how overcrowded we are, because of the issue of influx, because of the issue of patient-ness ratio, you find that you have problems where you have patient safety incidences. Though most of the time, as nurses, with our passion, we try to protect those but they happen. And when they have happened, when investigations are happening, that's where you find the nurses' moods are, are down, and most of the nurses cannot even carry on. But because of the passion and what we are made of, I think nurses, because of this is a caring to our effort, most of the time we move on, most of the time we, ha- we hold our heads high, even if inside we feel hurt. 
because we are looking at the person that is in front of us which is the patient. I mean, Violet, with all that you have said, you are also now in a, in a leadership role. How difficult is it to lead within the institution? As Andile was talking, you know, and you are saying as well, you used to know where you need to go, where you need to be, but it seems like things now have become so fluid. Tomorrow you might be doing one task, the next day assigning a person to a different task. How difficult is it to lead as a nurse today? You know, when, 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 I, I, when before I came into the leadership role, I used to see leaders going to our unit supporting mm. us. But now even leadership role has changed. You cannot just go inside the unit for support and you don't do anything. So at some stage, as a leader, you need to push patients because that is the type of a support that you have to do nowadays. But looking at the nurses that are, that are down there as their leader, because leader, leadership is a difficult role. At some stage, you need to make decisions that are not making nurses happy. And when you look at the nurses down there, how they have worked, how hardworking they work, and when you go home and you now start to think of the daily duties and what happened, you feel that you, you are not leading enough. Because even the nurses will say, we are, are looking at leaders and complaining about uh, 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 the leaders. But I think as a leader, your main role is to support those that are, that are implementers because they are feeling the heat more than where you are as a leader. And you need to be part of them so that when, you feel, when they feel the heat, you are part of the, the, the heat. But I feel pity for those that are next to the patient because they are feeling the pressure more than the leaders. Absolutely. I'm in conversation with Zandilens Odo and Violet Ramalapa, uh, who are my guests on this World Nurses Day. The line is 0861987000. Are you a nurse? What are your experiences like, particularly uh, in this moment of COVID-19? Do you have nurses in the family that you'd love to give a shout out to on this particular day, on the good work that they continue to do, especially as Mamu Violet says, those bedside nurses are feeling the heat uh, given the challenges and just the difficulties that are there, anxious about COVID-19, anxious about remaining safe and protected. I'll continue my conversation with my guests in a short while. Power Breakfast with TT. on the line from I wanted to commend Motavaya the language training, vernacular languages into academic material from Botswana. I think it will also be beneficial to consider Pitori as it locally into the mainstream language and formalizing it into a proper language called Botswana. Sure. Sure. Everything, even the school thing. Power Breakfast, weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. You have the dream, you have the drive. Now is the time to move forward. Don't miss hashtag SME Tuesday on Power Business with Dumisang Glover this, e- this evening where she will be talking to the Acting General Manager for SMEs at MTN Business South Africa, Songezo Masiso, about the changes in technology and answering SME questions on how you can use tech to take your business to the next level. That's hashtag SME Tuesday on Power Business, proudly brought to you by MTN Business. It's go time everywhere you go.
Local government is the level of governance closest to citizens, as service providers, and as agents of greater economic growth and development. Although substantial progress has been made with regards to the delivery of basic social services and amenities over the past few decades, the quality of those services and the management of public resources are among the areas of concern that need urgent attention. Join the conversation on the Power Business Special Broadcast on Power 98.7 in partnership with Salga this Thursday, the 13th of May from 6 to 8 p.m. as we bring you Salga's Special National Members Assembly with the City of Johannesburg Mayor, Councillor Jeff Makubu, Tembing Gadimeng, the President of Salga, and Councillor Lina Malachi, the Executive Mayor of the Emalathini Local Municipality. To be part of this conversation, email events at power987.co.za. CETA Limited, brought to you by Salga. Inspiring service delivery. Power Talk with Lukona Mguni. Call Lukona on 0861-987-000. Indeed, and tweet me at Lukona Mguni, hashtag Power Talk. We are talking World Nurses Day, 0861-987-000. What are your experiences? Zandile, I mean, uh, Violet was talking about the issue of you know, feeling quite heavy for bedside nurses such as yourselves. I mean, how difficult has this moment been? Because in some instances, you do get to lose lives in those wards. Um, you know, um, at my facility, we had an off- we were offered um, debriefing sessions mm. to help us assist cope mentally, especially during the first wave of COVID, where we were not necessarily prepared for all that is to happen. So we were offered debriefing sessions, and during the specific um, debriefing session, I had expressed that I'm so young and early into my profession, and was working around losing lives a lot. Mm. I had this whole thing that I wouldn't be attached to lives being lost. But then um, I had a response from a more senior nurse who then had said that, you know what, she also thought she would always be prepared for such a thing, but the frequency, how often the death is occurring is actually hitting her quite hard. And by the time we experienced the second um, wave or surge, it it was quite intense. I mean, having a patient come in and getting familiar with um, mortuaries or, or funeral parlors coming into your unit to pick up bodies, um, it really, really was very disturbing. There was times where you had to hold it in that whole 12-hour period on duty and you just can't wait to get to your car and just like break down in silence because it's a lot. It's getting hectic. You know, it it has been quite tough. You can never be prepared to say, you know what, get used to seeing your patients leave the unit on a mortgage trolley rather than in a wheelchair with their family. It is very, very disturbing. And I mean, now, Zandile, how do you feel? Are you in a better space? Do you think you have recovered? Or there might just be, uh, you know, there are moments of triggers. And especially now, we are also concerned about a possible third wave in the country. Definitely, there are more moments of triggers. I wouldn't necessarily say I feel recovered, but I feel stable. I do get anxious when the talk about the third wave comes along because your mind just rushes immediately to that worst-case scenario where you had eight bodies in a a period of a 12-hour shift um, 
being moved out of the unit into funeral homes. You are thinking about how there were staff shortages. Sometimes you had to be, had to be the only registered professional nurse amongst 26 patients. Every patient literally needed um, ICU attendance or care, and you just couldn't provide it at that level because resources were scarce. Um, human resources, staff support was scarce. So the minute you just hear that we are preparing for a third wave, you just literally want to, uh, how can I go on leave or how can I disappear? Because I don't think I'm ready to go through mm. this thing again. So, yes, I'm, I'm in quite an anxious space more than anything. Yeah. Let me just go on the lines. Please uh, hold on for me. Lesiba, good morning. Good morning, Lukon. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm okay, my brother. Uh, listen, uh, I, I just need to, to know when the nurses say they are underappreciated, I just need to understand in what sense. Is it conditions of employment? Is it remuneration? Because when you go for a job like that, you are told what you will be faced with. Uh, mm. There will be people that you'll be dealing with. Once there are people, there'll be emotions. And I take it the nurses knew what they were getting themselves into. And are we not uh, being asked to congratulate a fish for swimming here? When they say they are not uh, appreciated, what well, do I they su- mean? I, su- I, su- I suppose, Lesiba, though, they are also human. And as Zandile was saying to me, when you're confronted with those many waves of uh, lost lives, it can really start affecting you. But those are the things you know from the first day you become a nurse. It's like being a soldier. No, Lesiba, you can't say I, when they, I, I, no, you can't say when there is a, when there is a war. You say uh, we're experiencing too much death on the front line. Those are the conditions that come with the job. I hear you, Lesiba, but that's why debriefing sessions are important, even for law enforcement agencies. Mam Violet, uh, Lesiba, they're asking, when you say you're underappreciated, what do you mean? And, I mean, just this issue Zandile is raising, how ready do you think you are at Tembisa Hospital, for example, to give assistance to the nurses when talks such as the third wave are coming and they may be anxious and, you know, even thinking of going on those uh, long leaves, as Zandile says? Uh, okay, thank you. I think even if as nurses we came knowing what what we are facing, I think an appreciation, it, it, even a thank you is an appreciation. But I think nurses now are faced mostly with complaints mm. than when a person will just say thank you. Irrespective of whether they came there knowing, it's, it's, it's how the community appreciates them that will make them move forward. And irrespective with the third wave, all the, 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 the hospitals are starting to plan. But it's just that you, you, you don't know what is coming to you because when COVID comes, when it started, we thought it will be just those few numbers. But as it increases, you, you found that the numbers came, became higher and you noticed that we are not ready enough. But for now, we are starting to be ready. We are uh, even using agencies to help. Mm. In, in, in the staff establishment. But we will see when the third wave comes to say, how will we now attack? But we are planning as, 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 as hospitals and even the Department of Health. Okay. Zandi, let me give you this one as probably a parting shot. I've got a tweet here. 
from Madimba who says, I'm sorry, my brother, I prefer to switch off and avoid this conversation. I have bad experience with nurses. Those people are heartless to the people they service in public institutions. I have no respect for them. I note that it's not all but 80% are bad. I mean, it, it, this sentiment, it, it, it keeps. we can't avoid it. Some people hold that sentiment about nurses. But how do you ensure, Zandile, in your day-to-day work that you introspect on some of your actions and how you relate to patients? Um, personally, for me, as uh, as you had highlighted in response and what to one of the callers just now that we are individuals, we are human beings. We are human beings. And with being human comes emotion, comes the reaction um, to stimuluses. So for me, how I cope personally, I am a naturally a positive being. I'm positive, I'm optimistic. I can literally have a patient that swears my whole family out as I walk into the door, quarter to 7 a.m., but mm. I'll still smile for the next patient because that, wa- that wasn't the patient that swore me out. Mm. But you need to also remember that that patient that swore you out, it stays at the back of your head, even if you're smiling at the next patient. And the next um, grievance that you're going to approach through your day, be it shortages of staff, be it uh, um, poor remuneration, be it a lack of resources to work with, all of those combined would be your stress factor building for the day. And I mean, when you are encountering a lot of different stresses at one time, you are bound to snap. Okay. I'm not promoting and saying that it's good to yes. snap at a patient or a colleague or to not produce quality healthcare services because of how you're feeling. But one should be at a position or have provision of support at their facil- at facilities to say, you know what, I'm going to step out to clear my mind and cool down, then I will resume okay. work, Zandile, which is impossible in a public institution Zandile, because you've got 500 other people looking in your face yeah, because let, they were promised by a government that the healthcare services will always be available on time and of quality. Let's leave, it there. Let's leave it there this morning. That's all we have time for. But Zandile and Violet Ramalapa, thank you so much for joining us today and a happy good day to you. We appreciate you. We see you and we respect the work that you do even in this moment of uh, times of anxiety. You are loved. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.